barn burner. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dutch Denver Podcast. I am Dutch. I am in around Denver. And this is podcast. This is not to be confused with the gaming podcast that we are uh, we're diving into. And uh, I don't know. I didn't check what the G's were on the first one, um, but we'll we'll see how it goes. First one's tough, and I didn't really promote it. I don't promote anything because basically you just do whatever the fuck I want. Um, this one's gonna be another one of those, like you're either with me or against me, and uh. I'm getting a lot of against me. I'm sure there's a ton of against me's, but none of them have a spine to say anything. For that matter, the with me's don't say that much either. Probably just comes down to the fact that nobody fucking listens to us. Um, either way, kind of gonna be shitty politics. Not even politics, just shitty like social circumstances. And we're going to start with one that literally I cannot get away from. Part of it's because I don't choose to, but when I choose to, I, I you can't. If you're in my sphere. So, um, where do I, should I start at the beginning? Yeah, let's start at the, the beginning, beginning. Um... Call of Duty is a game sucks recently. So what they've had to do to keep people or maybe not keep people, just what they've done to prove that they are soulless fucking scumbags is they've introduced microtransactions. And I I know all of you know what those are. It's not only in video games. It's on your little mobile game. You know, it's like the South Park made fun of it by Canada Bucks. You know, you buy a little gold for your game. You buy a little heart for Candy Crush so you don't have to wait. It's microtransactions. It's only 99 cents, but it adds up when you do it a thousand times. And um, a lot of games do it. Fortnite, fuck, is built on microtransactions. The only difference is Fortnite is free to play. If you want to play Fortnite, you don't have to pay a dime. You just play Fortnite. Now, if you want cool skins and aesthetics and all that stuff, yeah, then you pay, you know, a premium for that. And, you know, I don't know what uh, prices are for that kind of shit, but um, it's just a skin. It doesn't necessarily make you better. And I could be wrong. But it's not It's not pay to win. Um, and Call of Duty charges you an assload for their game. And all their DLCs, and then they microtransaction the shit out of you. Coming to the point, though. Part of these microtransactions are skins. You can make your little Call of Duty gun guy look a certain way. You have to pay for it, but or you can unlock in the campaign and all that, but you can't unlock all of them. Some of them you have to pay for. Or, you know, you can have your gun, like, it's green with marijuana leaves on it, and, you know, show everybody that you're... 42069 stoner guy from LA, whatever. Uh, but you have to pay for that shit. 
And occasionally, uh, Fortnite has done this, and they've done great. They work with content creators, and they make a skin of that person, like Ninja. He's a content creator. If you don't know him, it's not important. But you can play as Ninja. And I'm sure he gets a portion of those proceeds. So Call of Duty took Nick Merckx and Timmy, Tim the Tatman, and made skins of these guys. Nick Merckx is kind of Spartan-y look, but I guess that's his logo. I've never been a super fan of Nick Merckx. Um, the East Coast thing, terminal. But Timmy, I mean, Timmy plays with Doc, and I, you know, I've, I've, I've gotten to accept Timmy. almost like him. But, and Timmy's character is, you know, Tim the Tatman. Tattoos everywhere, you know, tank top, little body armor, some shorts, uh, Kevin in the back. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that they have creator skins in the game. So you can play as Nick or Timmy in Call of Duty right now if you buy it. We're there. Now, last week, and trust me, this will all come full circle in a minute. Last week, um, give or take, began Pride Month. And we already we already did the Matt Walsh thing that you can whine about his little movie. Um, but last week there was a national story of Ar- uh, yeah, I'll say it. Armenians were getting pissed off and clashing with trans activists outside schools. Now, that's the basis that I could come up with, but I'll explain further. First of all, this is Glendale, California. This is like, as I understand it, and I have a unique knowledge into this, so if you have any doubts, shut up, nerd. I know this. This is like the Armenian capital of America, is Glendale, California. Okay? And... They have finally had enough of this, damn it, I'm going to say pride shit, but I mean the, yeah, pride shit. Because it still gets looped in. But they've had enough of this pride shit in schools, particularly elementary schools. Now... From what I understand, these guys went out to protest this crap in front of the schools and some undesirables, depending on who you're talking to. It Some people think it was Antifa, which wouldn't put it past them. Some people said it was radical trans activists, whatever, showed up and started causing problems. And then the Armenians fought back and started beating the crap out of some weirdos. Which I totally support. I fucking love that. I think it's great. I wouldn't change it. The only thing that irritates me is that it's an immigrant group. We don't have actual Americans. uh, They're Americans. Sorry. They're Americans. But we don't have, you know, like, (laughs) get your gun. Americans fighting this shit. It took an immigrant group to say, hey, man, I fucking had enough of this. And 
you know, it it turned into a huge brawl. It was a mess. I don't really know what happened after that. Uh, details don't really matter. Um, well, I mean, details do matter, but that's the gist of the story. Now, coming back to Circle. Uh, this story was posted on Twitter by numerous uh, news organizations and numerous people and all that. Now, this guy, Nick Merckx, this streamer guy, you know, who's got the Call of Duty skin and all that, responded to one of these tweets with a comment that said, and I'm, I'm going to paraphrase this a little bit, but it's going to be pretty close. Something to the effect of, why don't we just leave kids out of it? Or leave kids out of it. Okay? That was his response to this story. And I don't know which one he quoted it on. Because depending on who you lit, where you get your news, CNN was like a bunch of radical transphobic Armenians gay bashed a bunch of gay people. And if you did Fox News... It was a bunch of pro-kid Armenians clashed with extremist lefty trans people. So you you know you got you got two sides of the story. It was either the evil Armenians were killing gay people, or the crazy gay people were destroying Armenians. It it, it didn't really matter. I'll tell you where I stand because I don't give a shit about this. I truly think the Armenians had enough of this stuff and said no fucking more. Some psycho mouthed off and got punched in the face, which I 100% applaud and I'm totally on board with. Um, now, like I said, Nick's comments on this were, let's just leave the kids out of it. And oh boy. And it wasn't like, let's leave the kids out of the trans talk or the gay talk or the any. It was just, how about let's leave kids out of this? Which, I mean, we're this is going to be unorganized because there's a lot going on here. Which in itself and everywhere is absolutely true. And this was an elementary school, which is somewhat important, but not entirely. Yes, let's leave the kids out of all of this. They are fucking kids, man. I have a nephew who pretends to be a dog. And I'm I'm sure we I've already said this, but I'll say it again. He pretends to be a dog. His parents do not neuter him, put a collar on him glue fur to him make him walk on all fours and eat dog food because he pretends to be a dog because that would be crazy the kids young under 10 okay I don't think you should say Anything to someone under 10, maybe older. I'm I think we should push older, but anything about 
anything life-changing to those children. They're fucking kids. They have an imagination that is not rooted in reality. So if you think you're 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, whatever year old is trans or gay, you're a fucking psychopath and your kids need to be taken away from you. Okay? They don't understand that concept at all. They don't understand the concept when you're two or three of hot stove. They still touch the stove and you tell them no. But they still make poor decisions and they get a little burn. Okay? They still pretend they can fly, which we all know people can't fly. But nobody is surgically attaching wings to their toddler and throwing them off a roof being like, fly, Billy. But we do have people who are surgically removing genitalia and breast tissue from children saying, be a boy, Jenny, or be a girl, Bobby. That's where the psychosis I don't get. But the point is, the Armenians pushed back, which I fucking love. Again, I'm I'm a little disappointed that it was an immigrant group that, you know, I would expect like everyday redneck Americans to be doing this shit. But no, it we took, you know, first, second generation Armenians to say, you know what? I've had enough of this shit, Dutch. It's time to fight back. That might be a little more Russian. But so they fought back and Nick Merckx was like, hey, man, let's just leave the kids out of this. Perfectly viable. It wasn't even like, like I said, it wasn't trans gay anything. Like it was just, let's just let's leave the kids out of this. Let's leave the kids out of our political debates. Let's leave the kids out of everything that's adult because they're not adults. They're fucking kids. Well, he made that comment, and oh boy, doggy, did these people go fucking crazy. So. Nick Merckx got hammered by the pedophilic psychopaths, which I'm going to, I think I'm going to start talking about them as pedophiles. Because if you talk to an elementary kid about sex, his sex, your sex, their sex, anything to do with that, you're a pedophile and you should, I think you should be executed, but that probably is a little bit drastic. Um, So everybody got super pissed at this. And they're shitting all over Nick. Uh, Call of Duty, the giant game, removed his operator skin from their store because of this backlash. Um, Am I surprised by that? No. But you also have to remember that uh, Activision, Call of Duty, those guys, they're the same ones that are in trouble for a slew of ungodly sexual harassment, accusations, settlements, all of that. Like, it is not a safe place to work if you're a woman. It is a frat house on fucking steroids. Now, a gaming studio, Call of Duty, is a frat house. It, again, it's not shocking to me. Part of me is like fucking duh. Okay, and part of me is not 
you know, I'm all for fairness in the workplace and stuff like that. But it's kind of like, you know, the trans kid playing on the, the girls team. You don't belong there. And right now, you if you're a woman, you don't belong at Activision. It is a, a fucking mess. And again, just to remind you, you know, we had like CEOs, high level guys forcing women to bring like butt plugs and shit or use them on vacation or on company retreats or whatever. Okay. It's a goddamn mess. Guys are getting drunk throughout the day, harassing women, things like that. Super hostile environment. I'm not saying it's right. It's wrong, but I'm also saying, duh. Okay, like an NFL locker room is nowhere, no place for a woman. Call of Duty Studios, no place for a woman. Sorry, guys. Like, you're not, fem, feminism has not come that far yet. But, you know, you had to go there, and now you kind of got screwed. And again, I'm not blaming the victim, but somewhat I am, because it's like, well, duh. Okay, so these are the people who are now dictating that Nick Merckx is a transphobe. So they pulled his um, skin. So then, and this is not only game stuff. This is like political and things. These are just influence. And like some of these people, you know, pulled down like 20, 30,000 viewers a day. A day. You know, you add that over a week. Some of these guys, 30,000, some 40,000, some 80,000 a day. So huge influences. All right, so they pulled Nick's stuff. Now, Doc, you know, I, I like Doc. He's a character, but he's also, you know, a person. Um, Guy Bean, you know, he's Midnight Society, all, all that Black Steel Bourbon. Shout out to all that stuff. You should support it with all the money you have. Um. But Doc showed up the next day and deleted Call of Duty. And so he's not going to play it until they reinstate Nick's skin or they apologize. Now, that's a tricky slope because Doc installs Call of Duty a lot because he gets mad at it and just deletes it because it's a shit game. But he has to play it because that's where he gets his viewership from, which I totally understand. I hope he sticks to this. Because, you know, I don't know Doc, but I know he has a daughter. Who I'm assuming he loves very much. And I am assuming he doesn't want this shit to affect his kid. Not like the, you know, the the online drama, but the the weird shit going on in schools. Okay? So Doc was one of the first that I saw. That publicly, you know, on his stream in front of 30,000 people was like, hey, man, fuck Call of Duty. I'm done. And I'll come back when they do this. Okay. Timmy on stream, Tim the Tatman, said, you know, he knows Nick. They're friends. And he didn't mean any hate. Nick didn't mean any hate. Okay. And then, you know, stream ended. Later, though, Timmy tweeted that, hey... You know, Nick and I did these skins together. Like, we were in the, I don't know, the technical area together. And it just doesn't feel right for me that his skin's gone and mine's still there. So, I'm asking Call of Duty to take mine out of the store. And Call of Duty obliged. Um, 
Now, this is where it gets super interesting. The amount of comments are extremely polarizing. You got you have three sets. Well, you have two. For and against, obviously. Um, you have the I'm a retard against, I'm a retard for, the eloquent for and the eloquent against, and then the complete and utter shambles of a lie against. And that is where I find a problem with this. So a lot of people, streamers, politics, everybody have spoke out about this. Because, I mean, this is a big deal now. You know, I mean, I know people don't really take video games seriously as they should. But, again, these guys are pulling down 30,000 viewers a day. Like, in the middle of the day. Sometimes more. Activision is a multi-billion. They're, they're, uh advertising budget is a hundred million a year like these are big fucking companies with a lot of pull okay so this is important a little bit and it does branch out into real life again we have the for nick the against nick and then we have the people lying to themselves against nick that are saying that the pride shit being taught in schools or forced down people's throat is about acceptance and all that, you know, teaching kids acceptance. That's a fucking lie. Again, they are kids. They don't know anything other than acceptance. Especially, and this is important because the Armenians were outside fighting at an elementary school. Elementary school kids do not know anything different than acceptance. And I will fight you to the death on this. They do not see color. They don't know the first fucking thing about gay, straight, or indifferent. Okay? They don't get it. They might have a slight concept of the difference between a boy and a girl, which those differences are huge. Namely, for a five-year-old or six or seven-year-old, the girls have long hair, the boys don't. The girls wear dresses, the boys don't. Now, that can be different. You can have a girl with short hair, but still, she kind of has a female do. They don't all wear dresses, but for the most part, they wear feminine stuff, and the boys, you know, are, but they don't have any concept of gay, trans, none of that shit. Again, I have a nephew who sometimes thinks he's a fucking dog, walks around on all fours, drinks out of a dog bowl, might even eat a little dog food. His parents are not transitioning him to a dog. So when your five or six-year-old says, I think I'm a girl, you should take that with a grain of fucking salt and not drastically mutilate their body to appease their out-of-touch-with-reality that they live in. Again, they don't live in reality. They have very little concept of money, if any. Anything, economics, pump, none of that. They're kids. Leave them out of the LG, the alphabet crew, okay? That's all Nick was saying, and that's I 
wholeheartedly agree with him on that. If you want to debate this stuff as adults, fine. Influencing young children with it, you belong in hell. You're a pedophile and you need to burn in hell. You piece of shit, son of a bitch. Now, he's getting all the hate. And again, it's not about acceptance, man. These are kids. They accept anything you tell them. Holy Christ, they believe in Santa Claus. The Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy. And I'm sorry if you guys are adults and you still believe in that. Santa was real. He's not real now. He doesn't come down your chimney and bring presents. Trust me. Okay? Fucking sit at home on Christmas by yourself and see if you get presents. That didn't come in the mail or something. But these are kids. They have no concept of reality. None whatsoever. None. One of them calls them the chicken nuggets. If you tried to explain to him, you know, that they're the Denver Nuggets, and it's after the gold rush in history of the Nuggets, that would fall on deaf ears. So they are ill-equipped to discuss any of your kind of sexual fantasies and all this crazy shit that you're trying to ram down their throat for whatever fucking reason. Kids are they. I don't know why. Why? It's not about acceptance. That's a lie. And if you believe it, you're an asshole, and you're a pedophile, and fuck you. Why? They're kids. Leave them alone. Some of them still eat dirt. Are you going to, if the kid eating dirt, if Bobby's eating dirt and he says he's a girl, are you really going to be like, okay, Bobby? No, he's not a trusted source. He eats dirt. Fuck. All right, so it all blew up, and, you know, I don't, I'm, uh, Tomorrow's going to be a big day for more than one reason. And we'll talk about the big day in a minute. But I want to see if these guys who support Nick, Nick himself, if you play Call of Duty tomorrow, you're an asshole. If you play Call of Duty before an apology or anything like Doc, you're an asshole. Because part of me wants to believe that you all took this stand despite your income stream and things like that. You actually did it because, you know, you have a soul and a moral compass. But if you go back to playing this game, uh, I don't know, man. I, I'll be out. I'll, I definitely will pull all my support for all of them. Stick to your fucking guns. I mean, you made your bed. Now it's time to lay in it. And it's not fun. And I'm I'm not going to pretend like all this shit is cost. Well, it probably has cost me money because I have to pay more for stuff because I can't buy stuff I used to like. But, you know, like the Bud Light thing. I have held strong to that shit. The Target thing, not doing it. You know, all the other thing, grooming North Face, Nike, fuck them. Not doing that anymore, man. Now, I'm a small-town guy, streaming-wise. But, you know, not to my own horn, but I do spend money on things. And it doesn't go to those corporations. 
And I laugh and ridicule people who do. So, yeah, I do my part. But, yeah, if you guys really want to make a statement, I I support you supporting Nick Merckx. But put your fucking money where your mouth is and don't play that game anymore, man. So, tomorrow we'll see. It'll be interesting. And there's lots of them, like Cloak and all that. Haven't heard from some of the other outspoken morons, which I won't say from yet. Uh, I think they realize that this is a hot potato and they don't really want to because their convictions don't lie that deep. And that's just as scumbaggy. Like, it's one thing, you know, speak up against Nick and just be a piece of shit pedophile about it. But at least you have your convictions, man. And when you go to hell for being the piece of shit that you are trying to groom kids and all that, at least you got an excuse. But the one staying silent... You're equally guilty. And this this is a big deal um, because it's kids, man. These are innocent fucking kids. And you're screwing with them. And like I said, I hope there's a special place in hell for you. Uh, a real special place. So yeah, we'll see how this unfolds. Um, man... There's so much more to this, too. Um, let's do that, and we'll wrap up with happy stuff. Okay, so, for instance, there is a uh, a thing on Twitter that um, I think I'll play the audio, but... I don't know if I can show the video. Because I don't necessarily want to get in trouble. But I will, I'll play the audio. Okay? And let me explain to you what this is. This is a, a trans man. Which I'm assuming means was female. And is now a dude. Which... A, looking at the picture of this person, I mean, good job. She's got a beard and all that. But let's just, we're going to listen to this. I might stop it. I, I haven't heard this in like a week. um, So I'll stop it in between. But this is, this is a perfect example of one of the huge differences between men and women and why you can't just one day as a woman be like I'm a dude or vice versa so here it is how lonely being a man is I had closer friendships with random women I met in the bathroom before I transitioned at clubs because of how open women are let's see nobody let's... told me how lonely being a man is i had closer friendships with random women i met in the bathroom before i transitioned at clubs because of how open women are than i okay. had so I... what this guy says is that he never knew how lonely it was to be a man a biological male he says that he has had 
closer. I'm going to call him he or she. It'll mix it up. But, I mean, she looks like a dude. Like, this is done well. Um, But she says that she had closer relationships with random women in a bathroom at a club than any relationship he's ever forged with a biological male in, I think, the nine years since she, he transitioned. Eight years of transitioning? Eight years. Because women are just so much more vulnerable and deep than men. She's crying. But to have known, and I think a lot of trans men feel this, is we knew what de depth felt like before we transitioned. We knew what it felt like to like have people want to hug us. Hug and to have people want to talk to us. And to have a community. And then you transition and you're just a guy walking down the street that people cross the street so that they're not near you. Okay, so A, no one crossed the street so you're not near a man. That's just made up shit. But I will, I'll back this up. Well, let, let him, him, her finish. And friendships are so much harder to build. And people are colder. What's hard is none of this invalidates how real and raw women and people who are in marginalized groups feel about cis white men. All of that's valid. But I also now understand why the suicide rate is so much higher in men. Because this shit is lonely. And I'm an emotionally mature man. I know how to build friendships and it is still really really hard try to think about how you can in your small little community where you feel safe can reach out to the men in your life and just help them feel maybe seen for a moment okay so that was this person's plea or something like that and we're gonna dissect this a little bit He or she is not wrong. Um, being a man is not necessarily lonely. Um, well, no, wait a minute. It is. It is lonely, but it, it's it's by choice, and lonely is a bad word for it, because. And this is my experience. And what I want to do is I want to get a bunch of my guy friends. And I say a bunch, one or two, because this will speak to something else. Like the, the bonds I think that men form are, and this may sound sexist and I don't care what you think, but the bonds that men form with like their ride or die guys are much stronger than most, if any, friendships that a woman forms. For those exact reasons that Crybaby's talking about over here. Women are much more open and accepting, you know? And I think a lot of it has to do with women have, and this is going to be patriarchal or whatever the fuck you want to call it, or I would call it, societal biological but women have a lot less on the line than men do when it comes to 
anything because historically men are, you know, the providers. So if a man loses it all, he and his family are fucked. If a woman loses it all, now granted, she historically didn't have a lot to lose, so it wasn't as bad. And there was always that patriarchy to save her. But he does bring up a couple of, I'm not going to say good points, but just points. Like, yes, it's not lonely being a man. Like, I'm not lonely alone. I'm extremely content alone, which isn't lonely, but it kind of is because lonely is alone. You know, we can get into semantics later. But as a biological man, I'm content in solitude. Women, and I don't give a fuck what you say about this, women are not. I know some women. I I know, guys. It is shocking. I know some women. They have a ton of friends. Okay? And they have a ton of acquaintances, and they can talk to each other for hours and hours and hours. Men aren't wired like that from bio, like from biological male. I've got one, two, two. Maybe three. I'm going to say two. Because I don't want to overstep. But I'm two or three. Let's go with two or three. Ride or die friends. That means if I haven't talked to them in ten years, I could call them up and say, I need everything you have. Trust me. They would do it. And vice versa. I think not that we ever would. Let's be clear about this. This is hypothetical. I think I could also call them up and be like, hey man, we need to take care of someone. And I think they would do it. Now, a lot of women will be like, I have those friends. Yes, you do, but I don't think you guys would go through with it. I think you could call up some of your friends and say, hey, we need to take care of this person. You all get in a group and it wouldn't work out because um, there'd be too many of you. I think that, you know, I I know one now. Well, no, I know two guys that I could call right now and be like, hey, man, let's do this. And we would do it It would, and it would get done. Um. And I don't talk to them that often, believe it or not. One of them that comes to mind, man, we talk once a year, if that. Um, a little more recently, um, but that was because of some circumstances. But we've gone years without talking. But I know that I, I uh, yeah, I think I could. Um, And it's it's not, but I'm not lonely. It's just. 
our nature that we, you know, we enjoy solitude and it doesn't bother us. Um, it's surely nothing to cry about. And that, to me, that what I played is, I mean, that's one of the most raw reasons against the trans shit. Is that, yeah, you might look different on the outside, but on the inside, you're still a woman, and you still need or crave or desire, whatever you want to call it, that closest to biological men just we don't have that holy yeah like I mean I would let let me do an experiment here and uh text somebody something uh we'll see how long it takes them to get back and that might up me to um three but right now I, like I said there's two and it's just and it's also like it's not necessarily family because while you while as a man you're you're close to family some of them aren't ride or die so you know and the bonds that I think men inherently go through a little bit more than women when it comes to bonding. You know, like, and that's just, and I'm speaking generally. I mean, I'm sure there's someone with this, but, you know, there's not many female groups that have, like, been arrested together and had to do that. Um... There aren't many female groups that have done like a female survival weekend together. And I just think that the bond, while there's less of them, they they tend to be stronger. Just based on the experiences. And, you know, men, we share less experiences with less people. So the few experiences that we do share are important ones. And... You know, there it builds a a stronger bond, and I'm not saying that women don't have strong bonds, because I know they do. They just, I don't, I truly don't believe they're as strong, but they might be because of a volume kind of thing. Like, so women have fifty strong bonds, men have two unbreakable bonds. And I, I mean unbreakable. Okay, well, yeah, you guys, I know you don't feel like you have to do stuff that's illegal and get arrested. But it's, like I said, women have a lot of really strong bonds, but men have a couple unbreakable. And I'm not sure that women have unbreakable. And they'll say they do. I trust me, they will. But, I mean, clearly, and this is only one person's perspective, so they could be way off base, but I do, 
know what they're talking about. And again, it's it's hard to make friends as a guy. But I think a lot of it is self-inflicted because, again, we are solitary. I don't want the burden, and I know I, I said burden, but I meant it, of a lot of friends. All right, so I was right. Um, yeah, so it's three. I mean, and it's... It's it's really hard to describe what that is. And, you know, we've had falling outs. And I'm, I'm talking specifically now. We've had falling outs. Um, but it's never been... It's still like, even in the times where we were unhappy with each other, I could still call, they could still call and be like, dude, it's time to go. And they would... On a undoubtedly be there and I know that people will say well women have that and they do but you know I've I hate to throw oh I won't even say anything but you know last oh I you know recently a female the gypsy well you guys, you guys know the gypsy but one of her best friends and her had like a miscommunication and it was a fucking mess. That's all I'm going to say. I think that's due to the the amount of friendships that they have. And the way they approach friendships. Guys would never have that the falling out that they had. Now it's it's probably repaired and all that. But I promise you, in the back of one of their minds, they remember that shit. And it's not going to be as strong as it ever was. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's very different. And I, 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 I feel for that person that no one explained that to them. That being a dude is very different from being a chick. I couldn't be a chick. Holy crap, if I had people texting me every day, I'd lose my shit. I have... One person consistently texts me, and it's a lot. If it was two or three, holy Christ, I don't know what I would do. I'd lose it. Um, But it's just, it is different, and no one tells you that when you trans. Yeah, see, she says they got over it okay, and we'll see. But it's it's still not ride or die, and it's again it's it's hard for me to explain about this. Um, it's yeah, it's hard to explain it because I really like, yeah, I I understand where that particular person is coming from, where they say they feel lonely, and that was the whole thing. It's like you're not lonely; you just you live a you know. You 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 embrace the solitude and you you begin to enjoy it. Like that's why it's trust me, guys and girls. Men don't go fishing because well, we go because we like it, but we like it because it's an activity that can be done in solitude. Yes, you go with a group of guys or girls. 
but you're you're all you know very far apart on the river and there's no interaction when you're fishing we go on hunting trips but they're all in solitude like yes you are going with a group of guys but you know you're all covering your own 10 mile radius like you're you're alone and not in a bad way it's a good it's a good thing that i think men need and that's what we do you know our alone time is i mean it's what we do and women don't and that's why women have more friends is cuz their alone time is still involving other people okay women don't go on like these solitude trips you know it's like yeah you do go you know fishing with three women but you know over the course of a week you guys say two words to each other that's that doesn't happen and it's not a good or a bad thing it's a different thing we are so different and i mean i think that's why relationships work is you know not to get weird but because opposites do attract. You know, when we when men do want that social aspect, they want it from a female. If they wanted social aspects from a man, we'd hunt in a hunting party. All three of us together are an arm. But we don't. You know? Um, and then when shit really hits the fan, you know, you want to you want one of your buddies. But everyday comfort and stuff, you know, you want your wife or your girlfriend or a female friend or something like that. But the solitude is what makes you part of being a man. Okay? That brings me to the next part. There's another viral video going around that I, I can't find or don't have the audio to. But it's a, a liberal woman who is in her car on TikTok complaining that she cannot find a masculine man who isn't conservative. And, I mean, obviously, my first reaction is, duh. Like, you spent the entirety of your existence beating men down about toxic masculinity and feminism and all this crap. And then you're mad when all you're stuck with is beta males. Like, the irony is lost on this chick but not anyone else well other people i'm sure it is but and it you know that's the other thing is that at the religion of liberalism that's all there is and at the political view of conservatism that's not all that there is there like liberals their religion is their their entire identity and existence is their political beliefs. As a conservative, that's a very small part of your life and existence. It just so happens that conservatism falls in line with, I guess you would call it like chivalry and manliness. But yes, in you know my experience, and I think a lot of people, I think you'd be hard pressed. To find an alpha male who is a liberal. And if you know one, you're lying. 
But it's it's just the irony is not lost on me. Um but it could be lost on other people. Because again, inherently the conservative mindset mindset politically is more in line with an alpha male mindset. And again, you don't have to be, yeah, you, you either have alpha or beta male. And I don't know a single alpha male who is a liberal. And I'm sure the gypsy will text me and be like, what about, and I can absolutely prove that wrong in a second. So if you want, um, no, I won't. I won't say that. What I will say though is that I don't think political differences should dictate your relationships with a romantic partner or friendships, for that matter. If you can't be friends with, if you're a conservative and you can't be friends with Democrats, you're the problem. If it's your choice, now if it's not your choice and it's their choice, they're the problem. And if you're a Democrat and you can't be friends, date a Republican, and I mean, you're the problem. You know, religion is slightly different, but not really. You know, unless your religion's like in their dogma or like you have to hate each other. And you're not, neither one of you are willing to convert or concede to the other side. That's a problem. But when it comes to politics, you can just not talk about it. Or you can talk about it and not let it affect your relationship. You can have healthy discussions. You can disagree with someone and not hate them. You you all understand that, right? That is what we call an adult concept. I don't always agree with the gypsy. It doesn't mean I hate her or think any less of her. I don't always agree with Higgins or Mandy or Blip. Or frozen. Or rhino for that matter. Or Dave. It doesn't mean I hate him. We can still be friends and disagree. And I, I think that's also a difference on the left. Is that they're somehow trained that you cannot be friends. Or date people on the right. Which is wrong. You can absolutely be a democratic woman. And because she talks about free, independent, all that crap. You can do all that shit. I mean, the gypsy does whatever she wants. For the most part. Well, yeah, pretty much whatever. It's just, I don't know, man. It's insane. All right. Uh, I had one more thing to talk about. Well, two more things, but we're only going to talk about the one. And we'll make it short and sweet. Tomorrow night, game five. NBA Finals, Nuggets are up 3-1. I might not, well, I'll be able to sleep tonight because I worked my ass off today. But, I cannot express how happy I, uh, this is, I'm not a huge basketball fan. Huge Nuggets fan, but not a huge basketball. So I can't promise or can't say without a doubt that I'll cry for this championship like I do for the Avs, Cardinals, and Broncos. You guys know the Cardinals story, whatever. But I can't say that I won't. Because it's, I mean, this is a big deal to me. Sports are 
a, a huge, huge part of my life. And the Nuggets winning would just... Man, that would be so cool. And I'm I'm so excited for tomorrow night. Um, and I, I just, I can't wait. So we'll see what happens. Um, the previous games, you all, I hope, have watched them. I have. You know, the refs haven't been great, but we knew we weren't going to get great refs. The Nuggets haven't always played to their potential, but when they have, man, the Heat, <laughs> they have no business being in this. No one does against the Nuggets as far as I'm concerned. Also, as an omen, which I, I mean, I think omens a probably a bad word because there's a negative connotation, but is a good sign. Let's put it this way: uh, Djokovic, Djokovic, not Djokic, Djokovic, the tennis guy who's also from Serbia, where Djokic is from, or Djokic, whatever. Come on, a cocktail. Won um, his 23rd Grand Slam today at Rolling Garros for the French Open, which is, I mean, you guys know me. I'm a Federer guy. I love Federer, but he's retired. And what Djokovic did today was nothing short of phenomenal. The guy's a very good tennis player. We can talk later about competition, things like that. But, I mean, 23 Grand Slams. Okay. I mean. Enough said. Point is, he's from Serbia. He's friends with our Joker, our Jokic, Jokic, whatever you want to call him. So, you know, we might have Serbia might have some world titles coming their way, man. And I'm excited. I really, really, and I'm gonna get everything. I mean, I just tomorrow night will be very fun for Rhino and I. Um, we've been, I've been waiting 37 years. Some people in Denver have been waiting 47. Some people just moved here and jumped on the bandwagon and can fuck themselves. Some of you were born yesterday and you're still a better fan than anyone who wasn't born here. Sorry, that's the way it works. Find your own team, nerd. But yeah, I don't want to shit on that. It's a big deal, man. First NBA title, possibly in 50 years, especially the Nuggets. Um, yeah, I'm elated. I'm so happy. I, I can't wait for tomorrow night. It's just, I'm giddy. Let's roll, buddy. Let's play. Let's win. Uh, so, you know, I think that's all I have for tonight. I thought this was a, a better one, a little more substance when, you know, maybe it was politics because it's, Politics is injected in fucking everything. But, you know, we got games. We got everything involved in this. As for actual games, Diablo at some point. Elden Ring, you know. Destiny's, uh, I don't know. Surely not fucking Call of Duty. I'm just not in a gaming mood lately. I'm too busy around the house. And it's just... The current state, not for me. Um, The Xbox thing today, though. Starfield, I hope. Uh, didn't see Halo or Elder Scrolls 6, so I don't know. 
But yeah, we do have Elder Scrolls Online. I don't know. Who knows? Whatever. It's been fun while it lasted. I appreciate everyone watching tonight. Everyone listening in the future. Um, follow the socials. Help me help you. Or help me help you. Or me help you help me. I don't know, man. Follow the socials. Interact. Let me know. I mean, I am going to try and get that guy's podcast together. Talk a little bit more in depth about like what it really means to be a guy. More than you just feel like one. It's just... You know, you are one, things like that. I think it would be interesting and maybe get somebody with some different perspectives. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, either way, socials, it's been fun. I appreciate it. You all have a good night. Until next time, bye. Go Nuggets. <laughs>